this week's message by Senior Pastor Chris Valdez. If you have your Bible with you this morning, turn to Psalm 127. And then once you find that and get your place there, leave, put your finger there and then flip over to Isaiah chapter 43. The five verses that we find at Psalms 127 is just five verses. That, that's literally the whole of Psalm 127. And we're going to look at that this morning. And then uh, throughout this series, we're going to look at different portions of Isaiah 43. Uh, this morning we'll only look at one verse. Uh, but both of these are going to function as the foundation for this whole series. And we'll start out with Isaiah 43, verse 19, which is God speaking through the prophet Isaiah. Uh, if you don't have your Bible, the words are on the screen. And he said, see, basically look, pay attention, watch. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I absolutely love this verse. It says so much about God and who He is and what He's capable of. He says, I'm doing a new thing. And we just love new things, right? Don't we always like doing tasks different every time we do them? Like we just love change, right? Isn't that the way, like, humans just love to constantly change, right? Am I, oh, we got one. <laughs> Anybody else? You know, God knows that about us. So guess what? He doesn't do things the same way. He constantly does it different. And that's what the first verse I want to focus on, the very first part of that, is I'm doing a new thing. So if you start even in the Old Testament, whether it be parting water from rivers to seas, healings, uh, how from anything in the Old Testament to New Testament, um, any type of miracle, just any battles that were fought and won or lost, whatever God did every single time, he did it a different way. He just doesn't work the same way. And the reason that he works that way is because he created us and he knows how we work. He knows how we think. And if he did anything the same way, we would grab onto it and be like, that's the only way. This is the way he wants to do it. And we're going to do this the same every single time. And we're so ingrained in that, he doesn't even have to do it more than once. Once is enough. He does something once one way and we grab onto it. It's like, well, he did it that way once. It worked for those people over here. It worked for this church in, you know, Timbuktu, wherever. And other churches are like, well, if it worked there, if that's what God's doing, let's do that here. Maybe it'll work for us. But God says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. And he does new things all the time. And we just love it, right? <laughs> we love the new things. God has been using these two passages along with Psalm 127 and some others that we're going to look at in this four-week series to speak to me, to our elders, and to the rest of our staff as He's been revealing what the coming months and years hold for New Covenant Church. And it's a lot of new things. 
there are several things that I want to share with you this morning and in the coming weeks that we've been working on for quite some time. And now I'm really excited to share with you that they're all in the process of coming to fruition. We're starting to see the fruit blossom and we're, we're really right there where, where they're all ready to launch. And, you know, again, the way God does things, they're all kind of coming together at the same time. We didn't know enough to plan it that way. He's just been speaking to us and we've literally had, you know, multiple threads going on and then they all kind of culminated to finish at the same time. So there's a lot in this message, but there's also a lot that's just kind of informing you of what God's been doing and some testimonies. So it's going to be a little bit different this morning, but the next three messages in the series will be a little bit more what you're used to. So you can relax and, and not worry that there's too much change coming at once. So the first thing that I want to tell you about this morning is that we are launching a new logo. We have all witnessed that any organization that stands the test of time and continues for decades doesn't look the same way today as it did 10, 20, 30 years ago. I mentioned in the first service that Pat and Karen uh, posted a picture online this week on Facebook of their wedding photo. How many years ago, Pat? 49 years ago. They've changed just a little bit. They almost, they almost look the same. I told them, don't worry. I was like, the picture's not going to be up here. But you can go check it out on Facebook if you missed it. But the point is, we change. I can look at pictures uh, a few years ago, and the further I get, go back, the more hair that I have on the top of my head. I'm discouraged. Some people gray pretty early. I've noticed I'm really not getting any gray hair. I'm just losing what I have. So, uh, and I'm sure what I have left at some point will turn gray. But, but we change. People change. Buildings change. Companies change. If you watched a McDonald's commercial from the 60s, and then from the 70s, and the 80s, and the 90s, They look different. They're the same company. They're still making hamburgers, but they've changed. If we're going to move throughout time and continue um, as a ministry, we're going to have some things that we have to change. You know, buildings and even our homes will just deteriorate and be non-existent anymore if we don't continue to repair them and keep them up and update them. They can't just exist forever. And again, we as humans, even if we just exist enough years, we're going to change. We can't keep anything the same. And God knows that. And he's changing with us and along the way. And so in that process, as we develop this new logo, I I really like history. And, And so I was thinking through the process. I was like, so where have we come from? And so this logo that we're about to introduce, even though it's like, well, we've always had this one. No, we haven't, actually. This, this one that we're launching today is the fourth logo that New Covenant Church has had. There were two others prior to the one that we're using today. And I, like I said, I like history. So as we're going through that process, I was like, well, what, what do the old ones look like? So for some of you that have been here from the beginning, and there are still some here in the church that have been here since the founding over 30 years ago, this will be kind of a walk down memory lane. For the rest of you that are like me and my family, this will it's kind of like, oh, that's where we came from. So the first logo that we had incorporated a butterfly. And this logo was designed by our very own Jimmy Allison. And... Part of the tie-in for this logo was the newness of life and obviously the new covenant. Pastor Darrell, as you're aware, just finished up a series on new covenant. And he went into great detail on what it is and what uh, it means for us today. 
And if you missed any of those messages, I'd encourage you to go uh, online or on our Facebook Live and, and catch those that you may have missed. The second logo uh, added a cross to the butterfly. And Pastor Darrell shared with me after the ser- first service that it was actually uh, Mary Bearden had like made a wall plaque and I'm guessing with like a wood burner or something like that, and had made this butterfly with a cross in the middle, and that was kind of the inspiration. And then Pastor Daryl took that and made this logo. And so this tied the cross into the butterfly, obviously again for the newness of life and the new covenant, but making that tie that both of those things are found in Jesus Christ. The third logo is the one that we have had up until the day, and it was also designed by Pastor Daryl, and it included a globe with a cross in our name. And this had obvious ties to our call to reach out to the whole world with the good news of Jesus Christ and obviously still uh, tying to the new covenant. And I don't know if, if you've been in the church world for a long time, you would know um, that there was a period in the time, it's actually probably what, early 90s or so, that everybody was using globes. The church that we came from in Amarillo had a globe before they updated theirs to, now it's a tree for them. Um, our new logo focuses on our name of New Covenant Church. And it incorporates the cross like our last two logos to continue to remind us that both our new life and new covenant are found only in Jesus Christ. And finally, our vision to know, hear, and respond to Jesus Christ. And with that all being said, take a look at the new logo. So this version of the logo is going to be used for our sign out front. Uh, And it's going to be at least eight weeks or so, maybe a little bit longer. We'll keep you posted when they'll actually change the sign out front. But uh, prior to that, starting today, all online, print, media, uh, everything that we do will be using the new logo. Um, And we actually have several more formats of the logo that I'll show you real quickly. Uh, The next version can be used for like a web banner, letterhead, that kind of thing, and much more. And then we have a black and white of both of these versions, but we'll just show you the one. And that can be used uh, on any dark color, actually, and and used a bunch of different ways. Um, I would like to take a moment and note that just like all three of our previous logos, this was also developed by one of our very own, uh, Madison Morris of Madison Morris Designs. You can stand up, wave, say hi. She did an awesome job working with us in our ideas until we got exactly what we were looking for. We did a couple, just a couple, back and forth um, of designs. And not only is Madison a part of New Covenant, she is actually one of the few adults here today who started attending New Covenant Church nine months before she was born. She's the daughter of Randy and Sonia Morris. And so we are so thankful to you and so proud of the work that you did. And if you need any uh, design work, you can <laughs> see, see Madison after, after church. Um, well, if one thing is not enough, like I said, we love new things. So why not, why not do something? Why not change something else while we're at it? Um, Another new thing that we want to introduce this morning is an updated website. And a funny uh, story to share, I took my two daughters and Kaylin Mulcahy, which is a Feimster's granddaughter, uh, we went to a park earlier in the week. And while we were there, this kind of came up because we were still working on some final changes and things. And their comment was, we have a website. 
Um, so maybe that's where you're coming from right now. You didn't even know we had one. Um, so we did, and it was old, and it was kind of 90s as well, and so now we're updating that. So if you didn't know, great. Now you're going to see a better one. Um, if you did, come check it out and look at, at what we've done. I want to point out just a couple things on this, and then we'll get back to the message the new homepage uh, has a rotating banner of upcoming events and announcements along with links to all of our other pages so that uh, the Lord builds on this sermon series. That's the rotating banner. So you would see that go through all current events. Then you've got some of our key ministries. And then at the top, the, the bar, navigation bar, um, where you could pick up on all the other ministries. Um, the, if you clicked on the ministries link, um, then you can see all of our primary ministries that the church has to offer and find out more information about all of those. Uh, the next thing I would like to highlight is if you were there and clicked on the life group link, it would take you to the life group. And we picked our uh, most distinguished looking couple uh, to put right there on front. Steve Roberts uh, is going to pay me afterward for the <laughs> for the plug. Um, but this is actually one of the most important pages that we have on our website. Life groups are one of our key ministries where we can connect and build relationships with one another to help us live the life that God has called us to together. Um, so all of our life groups are there. We're, like uh, Bill mentioned, we're going to be relaunching them soon. Some of them actually don't take breaks and are continuing to meet. All of that information can be found on the website and all the new information as the new groups get ready to kick off will be put out there. And then if you click on the sermon link at the top, it'll take you to a, a page with all of our past sermons and messages. It also has um, the last series on teaching and activation ministries that Pastor Daryl did. Uh, we've got another one of those scheduled for October, and that'll be out here as well. So if you attend but maybe miss one, or if you can't attend but would still like to hear those, you can find those here as well. I would also like to ask you to share the messages with family and friends, either on uh, Facebook, the Facebook Live. You can share those posts. You would be amazed how many people are listening to the messages. And if, if our whole body shared those, how many more people would get the Word of God? And people that, you know, every, every single one of us has friends on our, on our Facebook page that, that don't know the Lord and don't uh, have a relationship with Him. So we never know when God is going to use a particular message, a particular word for that person at that moment. And so we just ask that you partner with us in, in doing something really simple that could literally change a life. And last but not least, uh, we now have a page and a full section of the website dedicated to Heritage Daycare. And Heritage this year, in this August, I'm sorry, um, is going into its ninth year. So next August will be its tenth year of operation of providing Christian-based child care to the Lampasas community. It's a wonderful ministry that's been going for a long time and will, uh, we know is going to continue going strong. And so now we actually have a page for people to go to to get more information. Uh, you can go to Meet the Teacher, and uh, now all of our daycare staff is there, so parents can go on there and see their child's teachers, see the other teachers in the daycare, and learn a little bit more about them. On that note, on our on our page, we won't bring any other pages up, but on our page, we also have a leadership page that has all the staff and also the elders. Uh, the elders, we don't have their information out there yet, but we're going to get it so you can look up and see who our elders are, a little bit of information, and they're excited about it. Um, I, I can't tell you how, how excited they all were when I told them they needed to take a picture and give me a bio. So, uh, but we are going to get it, and it is going to go out there. Um, and I'll let you know when, <laughs> when you can go out and see it. Well, uh, 
I hope you will take some time this week. Not right now. I know you all have your smartphone and some of you are probably already on the site and looking around. Put it down. You can look at it later. I've got some other information I want to communicate now and you're going to miss that if, you, if you're just surfing the web. So um, sometime take time for that. Also, if you see Amanda Thomas, which she's back there right now with the kids and she's going to be uh, back there for that training right after the service. But please tell her how great of a job she did. She put that whole thing together, has worked a really long time, a lot of hours and time and effort spent on that. And and it has really paid off. It looks phenomenal. Um, But we're really excited about that. And just tell her thanks for the work she did. Well, I think that's enough change for this morning. Do you agree? Is that enough? Can you all take that and adjust? Um, maybe until next week, at least. You're not going to have too much time, but I'll give you a week. Um, so if you still have your fingers on Psalm 127, uh, you can flip over there, uh, and we're going to finally be, be there in, in chapter 127 of Psalm. You can either read along or it'll be up on the screen. It says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. It is in vain you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies at the gate. We're going to be looking at different parts of this scripture throughout this series, but this morning our focus is going to be on verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. We believe God has been at work building new things here at MCC, and He's calling us to labor with Him. I, I want to share a testimony related to our children's ministry this morning that I think illustrates this fact perfectly, and that God is building new things. And that he is using us in the process. And that even sometimes, and I would actually say maybe most of the time, uh, we don't even know what he's up to or what he's building until after he's well into the process or actually the, the fruit's beginning to bloom. And we kind of be like, oh, so that's what you were doing. That was what you've been taking me through that was so painful. That's what you are working on. That's why you are taking us here. Um, it's kind of like climbing up a mountain. You know, we saw the video of the, of the Stepping Up series and that guy getting to the top of the mountain. It's a rough journey, but when you get to the top, it's, it's worth the view. And God's taking us through something. He's building something in us for a purpose, but so often we don't see it until we're looking back in hindsight. And that's, that's the case for the testimony I want to share you this morning. It became real clear after we had gone through it all. And that he wasn't surprised about what was happening or what was going on. He knew exactly what was, was happening and he was taking us on a path. So every year our staff takes some time to pray about what, what the Lord is doing. What does he want us to do? What is he building in the different areas of our ministry? And how can we walk with him in that? And so we, we seek the Lord, we pray about those things, and then we get together as a staff. Uh, and, and I also meet with the staff kind of up to the, the meeting where all of the staff come together. And so as we were coming up to that and getting closer, I, I was talking to Amanda Thomas, who's uh, our children's pastor and over our children's director over Spark now. And um, she was getting all of these new ideas and new vision for Spark, which, as Candy said, is our Wednesday night children's program. And about the circle groups and all those, all the things that Candy explained, and I won't get into that again. But um, 
it was all Wednesday night, nothing for Sunday morning. And we really didn't think anything of that. It wasn't like a concern. It was just like, well, God must be telling us just keep doing what we're doing Sunday morning and we're going to do these new things on Spark on Wednesday night. Well, put that on that story on hold and switch over to Candy. And about two years ago, the Lord spoke to her that she was going to lead the children's ministry. And really from the beginning, she thought that is way down the line. And literally, like when she told me about it, she said, I think when I retire, God's going to have me lead the, the children's ministry. And I'm like, okay, you know, if it, you, you know, that's a long <laughs> retirement's a long way off. So we'll see when we get there. And, um, and so there really wasn't any more to that. We just kind of, you know, kept living life. And she's been volunteering in children's ministry, I think, pretty much since we got here. Um, and so... Uh, about, I'd say a year to six months ago, though, like the Lord just kept giving her more and more and more vision uh, for what to do in children's ministry. And she started in Amarillo. Her and I led the children's ministry um, at, for, for many years at, at the campus that we came from. And we did uh, puppet shows for the young kids, skits for the older kids, and just all kinds of things that were kind of targeted at the age groups and things. And that's kind of what the Lord was stirring in her heart. And so in their rotation, they have like a monthly, uh, a lead, different leader leads once a month. And so for a long time now, she's been leading one of those months. Well, the Lord just said, start doing the skits in your rotation. So she started doing that, and the kids responded great to it and loved it. Some of y'all may have had your kids, you know, come out one week and tell you about the skit. Um, but so they've been doing that, and she just, but the Lord just kept pouring, you know, more and more of that vision to her. And again, none of, you know, we're like Amanda's the children's director. I actually told her sometimes, like, you know, you could tell her, you know, you could do these things under her leadership, you know, no, you know, and, and no, she would be up for that. And so she just, but she just didn't feel like it was time. And, and so she just kept doing it in her month. And um, so then Amanda comes into my office one day to give me her resignation. And at least for most of what she does, because she did a lot of administrative work, uh, uh, obviously Spark Children's and all of that. But she immediately said, God has been giving me so much vision for Spark. I don't feel like it's, like I can't leave it. She was like, I've got to keep doing that. And in her mind at that point, I think just out of it kind of thinking it's all one thing, she kind of assumed she had to do, you know, would have to be doing both. And just in that conversation, and I'll tell you up front, I, at that moment in that time, like no connection was being made. Like I said, it wasn't until way later that I looked back and I was like, oh, this is what God was doing. So that moment, I, I had no idea who would do it. I just said, okay, well, and this, this comes from some lessons learned when Amanda was the daycare director, she was the spark director, the children's director, had two kids and a baby on the way. And this, she was just doing far more than any single human should do. And she got to a point where she's like, I can't do this anymore. And that's when uh, she stepped down as daycare director. We got a new daycare director back then. And so, um, anyway, going into this, I was like, you can't do that again. We're not going to repeat just in a different way. You know, you're going to be a full-time teacher. Now you've got four children. And then we're going to put all this on you. It was like, no. So I was like, you've got the vision for Spark. Do that. We'll figure out Sunday morning. She's like, that would be awesome. I'd love to do that. Um, Because she's like, that's where God's put my whole heart. And so then it was after that that I, like, I'm sitting there after she's left my office. And I'm like, oh, yeah, God told Candy she was going to help. And she's got all these ideas. So I went to her and I was like, hey, you know, what, what do you think? 
So she prayed about it and felt like, yeah, that's, that's where my heart is. That's where my vision is. I'll do that. Um, and obviously she's not getting to retire. This is just something <laughs> she's going to still, still be working. Um, and so um, anyway, but it, I, it was just so neat to see God had been pouring and ramping up this vision of ministry in her for something we didn't even know was going to be an opportunity. Amanda literally didn't know it was an opportunity. I mean, it was like a last minute thing um and wasn't really something she was looking for it just came up and god had this perfect position for and uh so it just all worked out but it's like god wasn't surprised and the point of all of this that i've shared with you is to say god's working god is building and when we walk with him in what he is building we're going to be successful and the ministry is just going to flow. And, and he's going to take care of everything. And it's going to last. And it's going to be what he wants it to be. We could have done a million different things on our own. And that verse says, what we do, we labor in vain when we try to build our own thing. And so we don't want to build anything at New Covenant Church that God isn't building. And we believe that he's building a lot of things right now, including uh, what he's doing in the children's ministry. One of the things that I want to share with you um, and all the youth that are present this morning is that another thing that he's been putting on my heart for a long time is that, and the staff uh, can attest to this, is that our youth who have been called and filled with the Holy Spirit and have Jesus Christ in their heart, they don't have anything to wait for. They can start serving him and following him right now. It's like we have this mentality of, okay, when they get to 18 and, and... go on their way, maybe then they'll get in a church and get involved and see what God has for their life. And what the church is actually seeing is they get to 18 and they leave and never come back because they they were never involved. They were never part of the church. And they can be part of the church right now. Candy, just from casting the vision to our youth this last Sunday and talking to a few of them, already has a whole team of kids that are excited about being puppet show runners and cast of the skits. So these kids are going to start serving now, today, in ministry. And we're talking uh, to the different leaders. Some of this may be an announcement to you right now, the different leaders of some of our ministries, because I haven't been able to talk to you one-on-one yet. But... There's not an area in this church that our senior high and middle school kids couldn't get involved in. We can have youth greeters. We can have youth on the prayer team up here. We can have youth doing everything that we do. We could have a youth doing announcements. There is nothing that we do that our youth aren't capable of doing and walking with the Lord and what he's called them to do. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to include them, equip them in ministry. And guess what? He's calling you too, adults. Uh, so what Candy was talking about earlier, um, and it's, we've said over and over and over in this series, um, this one, like I said, it's a lot of information that we're kind of throwing at you once the, at once. The next three messages will be a little bit more what you're used to. Um, but there's just so much that's been going on, and it all kind of culminated together that I felt like we needed this kind of vision casting and launching about what, what the Lord's been doing. And so what I want you to be aware of and what we've talked about for a long time is that the Lord's calling us all to minister. 
We all have a place. We all have a purpose. And that purpose may be in this building, but it also may be at your work. It may be at your school. It may be uh, for every one of us that has children, it's at our home. For every one of us that has a spouse, it's to our spouse. That's not a, maybe God called me to work with my spouse. No, if you're married, you're supposed to work with them in Christ. If you have children, you're to raise them up in the Lord, like Candy shared earlier. So some of these things, you don't need to pray to God and say, are you calling me to that? You're in it. But when it comes to something else that he may be calling you to, you can ask him and seek and say, Lord, where am I supposed to serve? It may be at Spark. It may be on Sunday morning. It might be in the nursery. It might be in our youth department. It may not be anywhere in this church. We don't care where it is, but wherever he is calling you, that's where you need to be to be doing what God is doing in your life, what He's building, what He's putting together, to labor with Him on something that's going to last. And so, um, as, we, as we close, uh, I just want to tell you, there actually are two more changes. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to give you a break in between. So now that you're used to those other two, uh, they're old now, right? It's, been, it's like habit. We're already, those are ingrained. Um, so two more, two more quick changes that I know any of you who have kids are going to be excited about. One, uh, actually both. Um, so the first is, uh, as soon as we can, I'm hoping by the end of the month, we're going to have uh, automated check-in for all of our families that are regular. Um, you'll have a little card, kind of like the CVS card or whatever that you can put on your keychain. You'll scan it. Your labels will print out. So no more standing in the line and waiting and checking and all that. So we'll still have someone working the check-in desk. So if you're a check-in volunteer, don't quit. We still need you. Um, We've got visitors every week. We need new kids set up and help. But now we'll be able to focus on those and our our existing families can just check themselves in and get, get their tags and get their kids checked in. So that's, that's the first thing. Um, Really excited to get that uh, in place. And then the last thing, is just a teaser, and this is uh, going to be what we're going to be talking about next week. It's a day that we've been looking forward to and talking about uh, for quite some time now, and next Sunday uh, it will have arrived. We're ready to announce and reveal the plans and scope of the new building. Uh, This building is going to be used for children's, youth, and daycare ministries, and we also really believe God has purposes beyond what we can imagine planned uh, for us in this. Uh, you'll not want to miss next Sunday. I actually want to encourage you to get the word out to everybody that you know uh, is a part of New Covenant and just may not be here this morning. We'll also be getting out the word this week via email uh, and online. We really would like, I would really like for the whole congregation to hear this news together. The Lord is doing a new thing. He's doing lots of new things here. And we believe He's doing the building. He's at work. And we see the evidence of the work that He's doing all over the place, and he's guiding the work, uh, just like in the testimony that I shared with, with you. We're looking back at all of these different areas of ministry and seeing where he's taking us and where we're going, and he's taking us to a place with a purpose. And I, as we close, I just want to promise you each individually something in your families, and that is this word is for you too. God is doing new things in your life in your family, in your children, in your business, everything that you are involved in, he is doing new things and he is at work and he is building a house. The question is, are you building the house he is building or are you at work on your own thing? And if we're working on something on our own, 
it clearly says that we're building in vain. We're working in vain. We have to know, hear, and respond to Jesus Christ and know what He's calling to and walk with Him and work with Him. And then we can know that we know that we know that what we build with Him is going to last. And not only is it going to last here on this earth, but it's going to last in eternity because what He builds is forever. Nothing He builds is temporary. And so He's at work in your life and in your family, but we need to go to Him and seek Him to, to find out if we're working with Him, if we're building with Him. And we believe all of these things that we're sharing with you this morning is things that God has been speaking to me and the elders, the staff, for many, many months now of what He was doing. And He's finally given us enough clarity and enough focus that we can say, it's okay, it's time, time for everybody. Um, And we're really excited. And I'm really excited about what we're going to be sharing next week um, and the Word that God's given us there. Will you bow your heads with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank You I thank you that we can trust you. We can trust you with our lives. We can trust you with our children. We can trust you with our businesses. We can trust you with everything. Father, you are at work. You are building. And we want to labor with you, Lord. We want to hear your voice. We want to know you. And we want to respond to you in what you're doing, Father. And not only do we pray that you continue to lead NCC, Father, we pray that you will lead each and every one of us in our own lives and in our own families to what you're building, to the work that you're doing in our life individually, Father, that we would know you, hear you, and respond to what you're doing. Father, we ask these things in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. For more information or to listen to past sermons, go to newcovenantlampasses.com.